Hi everyone. Um, <laughs> full disclosure, I did say I would put out an episode last Thursday. It's been a week, um, but in my defense, you know, Thanksgiving, wow. <laughs> um, anyways, we're going to talk today about um, doing things that you never imagined you would be doing, um, looking back on where you were in high school. For me, that's mostly because right now I'm home in California, so coming to you live from the Bay Area, not live. I, Anyways, um, and we're going to talk about how most things are, there's a gray area and nothing is really black and white. Okay, let's get started. Alright, so first let's start with um, how weird it is being home, coming home from college. Um, I love the Bay Area. I'm always going to just assume and consider this place to be my home. And coming home is always really exciting for me. Um, partially, a, bi- a big part of that is that I'm really close with my family. And we're all friends with each other, if that makes any sense. And I can talk to each of them, my mom, my dad, and my sister, about anything, um, which I've realized is really valuable and rare, and um, I'm really appreciative of that, but nevertheless, coming home, I don't know if you guys ever feel this way when you go home for the holidays and all that, um, but it's weird. It's almost like I'm stepping into a time capsule um, where, you know, I have my old bed and my old car and my old record player and, um, my old guitar and clothes that I think I've had since I was in seventh grade and I really need to, you know, let go of some memories, but that's a, (laughs) that's another conversation for another time. Um, but it's funny, I was thinking about this, how, you know, I've only been away from home for three years, which in the grand scheme of things isn't very long. Um, But, you know, I feel like I've changed so much since I graduated high school and since I left. Um, And part of that is that I've gone through a lot of things that have shaped me, um, losses of friendship, um, learning that I can be physically strong without being athletic. I'll get to that, but yeah. Um, and it's just kind of weird. Um, going to my favorite coffee shop and praying to God that I don't run into anyone I know. Not because I don't like people. I love talking to people. If you see me on the street and you know me, I will probably talk your ear off for like a half hour. But... (laughs) I'm also one of those people that when I'm in the zone and when I'm going anywhere, grocery shopping, getting coffee, going to work, I don't like to talk to anyone. And and that's not to say that if you talk to me, I'm not going to talk to you because I will. Um, Like I said, I love talking to people, but it's weird. I'm like this recluse when I'm around strangers. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it makes sense in my head. Um, 
But coming home, I'm always thinking, oh, am I going to see someone I know if I go there? Am I going to run into someone when I go watch the sunset on Grizzly Peak or at the old army base, stuff like that? Um, If you're from the Bay Area, you know what places I'm talking about. But it's always just kind of funny, you know, who you're going to run into, what people are like now, um, because so much can happen in three years. And I think it's just fascinating to me, but I also think, you know, I've, for three years, no, more than that, um, I've been in therapy, which if you have the opportunity to be in therapy, if you've ever thought about it, I highly recommend it, even if you don't feel that you need it. Um, Therapy, I talk to people about my feelings all the time, that's how I process, but with therapy, my therapist will literally call me out (laughs) and sometimes that's what I need. Um, but you know, three or four years ago, I wasn't going to therapy. I wasn't aware of how my emotions affect other people and what I needed, what I needed from other people. I was very just giving as much of myself as I could to people without expecting anything in return and without setting boundaries And now, um, not to make this my own therapy session, um, but now I've realized what I need from other people, which is something that I think everyone will realize at some point. And it's so important because the only way we're all going to get through life and get through all the shit that's going on right now is if we realize what we need and we go for it, and we let people give it to us, if that makes any sense. Um, but, you know, three or four years ago, I was um, riding around in my Mini Cooper, listening to really angsty, not angsty, I've been told this isn't the right word for it, but, like, alternative rock music. Um, you know, on Sirius XM, I don't know if anyone listens to satellite radio anymore, um, but I used to listen to Alt Nation, like, all the time. Um in my Nissan Leaf, which was my first car, if anyone's wondering. Um, I also, my parents live on the top of a very tall hill, and it's really scary to drive a piece of tin, like the Nissan Leaf, up this hill, especially when it can only get you from this house to school, back, and then to choir practice, which was basically my life for four years. But, um, anyways... Uh, you know, coming home, I have people that I love to see and that I always reach out to. And some of the most amazing, wonderful, exceptionally loving people I that are in my life and that I know are from the Bay Area. So it's always nice to come home and see them um, and reconnect with people that I haven't seen in a while. But... At the same time, it's like there's all these memories and all of these decisions that I've made that I may not agree with now that kind of loom over me. It's I don't know how to describe it. I think if you're listening to this and you're in college and you just went home for Thanksgiving, you may um, understand what I'm talking about. But I look at myself now and I'm so happy with how far I've come. Um, I've talked about this a lot, but when it comes to body positivity in high school, I was a, I was a wreck. I, 
I did not like being in my own skin. I thought that there that there was a problem with me. And now, um, when I look in the mirror, I'm proud of myself. And part of that is because I'm going to talk about soul cycle. I realize I talk about this a lot. Sometimes I'm like, I need to give myself a limit. Um, if anyone's seen Atypical, when um, his girlfriend gives him the three cards so he can only talk about Antarctica three times, um, <laughs> I feel like I need that with Soul Cycle a little bit. But anyways, um, Thursday I did a turkey burn, which is basically just 90 minutes of a high-intensity cycling class. Um, and I hit every beat, and in my mind, I don't know if I actually did, but I felt like I killed it. And a woman said to me after class, she said, you did, you killed it, is what she said to me. And I said, oh, well, I'm a little tired. And she said, you don't look it. And I think that made me feel like I had finally hit that mark, if that makes any sense. And you know, I was such a dork in high school. I would go to the gym and do elliptical, but not really, you know, and I would sometimes run at the track with my mom, but I wasn't, I wasn't athletic. I like my sister played club volleyball and I always thought she was the most badass person for doing that because I never saw myself as being able to do something like that and exert yourself so, um, much like she did. Um, or yeah <laughs> and in when i was done with that ride on thursday i realized i'm not an athlete but i'm as in shape i'm so in sh- mm, how english okay i'm more in shape than i've ever been there we go um and it feels damn good i feel like i'm at a point in my life where thanks to the people in my life, to my therapist, um, and just being in college in general, all these things have helped me realize, and moving away from home for another, um, have helped shape me into something that I'm proud of. You know, like I don't look in the mirror anymore and I think, oh, that needs to change. And part of that is because um, high school sucks, man. You know, I see high schoolers walking around and part of me is like, I'm sorry for you because it's such a hard time on your mental health to go through high school and some people have it worse than others. And I remember there were three big times in high school that I remember being bullied. Not high school, I'm sorry, middle school. Um, High school, I just kind of like did choir and stayed under the radar um, and I have my best friend to thank for keeping me above water and um, at school. But anyways, um, there were only three major times in middle school that I remember being bullied. And those three times still stick with me. Um, one of them was about um, my body and about having love handles, which I didn't know what those were until someone pointed them out on me in eighth grade. And that... Um, definitely didn't help my body image issues but it's it's crazy how all of those things and all this part of your childhood can 
shape you into the person you are and you look back on them now and they don't seem that significant but at the time they were everything you know um but anyways that's pretty much it that I want to say about coming home um it's just kind of a clusterfuck of emotions because there are people that I used to be so close to that I don't talk to anymore or um I used to run and now I don't and (laughs) I'll pass streets that I used to um, run on with my mom in Berkeley and you know just thinking about all those memories and everything but um, other than that you know coming home for the holidays is so nice I've slept like 10 hours every night I can't remember the last time I did that Um, and also I watched Star Wars yesterday and I definitely did cry when Han Solo died. Um, spoiler. <laughs> if no one has seen The Force Awakens yet, I'm so sorry. I just ruined it. But um, I've seen that movie like four times. And I think college has made me really emotional. <laughs> and now I cry. I used to never cry in movies. And now all it takes is like someone to, I don't know... <laughs> say I love you and I'll start crying or for a puppy to show up um on the screen and I'll start crying but yeah um being home is amazing and weird and um showing me a lot a lot has changed but that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad um which takes us to the part I want to talk about about how um nothing is black and white And part of the reason I say that is because I've been thinking a lot about the elections that just happened, um, about being conservative or being Democrat. I registered as independent. Um, That's not something I um, feel I need to hide. I registered that way because I didn't want to identify with any certain party when I registered to vote. Um, I would say my views are... 99.99% very liberal. Um, If anyone's ever talked to me about politics, you know that I get very passionate. But something that I feel has gotten lost in translation is we have become so focused on telling someone that they are right or that they are wrong. And by that I mean, I've seen this um, from conservatives and liberals. It has we have lost the um idea of trying to change people's minds to kind of pounding our beliefs into them and i've seen that mostly cuz okay i've i grew up catholic um so when people tell me that they don't believe in abortion my first thought is i wonder if it's religious and i don't immediately get mad only because Everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Whether you agree with it or not, that's fine. The um, The great thing about this country is that, or about America, is that we're able to have these opinions. And now, I will say, if your opinion is harmful to someone else, if it is racist or homophobic or um, says that someone isn't okay as they are, then I have a problem. Then it's like, you're not just expressing your belief, you're expressing hate. 
And we have enough of that in this country that that needs to end. Um, But I do think that there's a crack in how we express our beliefs in the sense that we don't see the other person's beliefs anymore. We don't see the other side of the aisle. And that's, I think, what frustrates me the most, besides the fact that, um, you know, we have someone running our country kind of into the ground and people are so stubborn that they don't want to see it. Um, And that's all I really want to say about politics. I just, this is something that I've really been thinking about this week and I try not to get super political and I try not to talk about politics a lot, but sometimes I just can't help it. And it almost eats away at me. I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but sometimes you just can't avoid it anymore. Um, But you know, it's not just politics. There are a lot of things that aren't black and white. Um, I find that in most of my relationships, no one is completely right and no one is completely wrong. If I get in a fight with someone, I'll like sit down and think about it, you know, who or what happened um, and where is the middle ground? Because sometimes we're so focused on who's right and who's wrong that we lose track of, you know, the relationship that's sitting in front of us, what, whatever situation that we're in. So I have a lot of sympathy for people that can't make decisions because I'm one of those people. But that's partially because I will never say that I'm completely right about something. Usually I will say, oh, you're right, I was wrong. But that's just because a lot of times I do weird things. But anyways, um, I guess what I'm saying is we need to listen to each other more. And if you're ever not sure about something know that that that's not bad you know life is so complicated there's twists and turns in every decision that we make there are relationships that I wish had gone different ways there are situations where I wish that I had said something different because now that I think about it I wasn't completely wrong or I wasn't completely right and Sometimes we're so focused on getting past an argument that we don't think about what we're actually saying. And, um, you know, I even think, being home, I even think about what my life was like in high school and the pressures I put on myself. Um, you know, uh, a retrospective is so, wow, did I say that right? I'm sorry. No, hindsight (laughs) is really incredible sometimes. Because you're in the moment and you think what you're doing is right or you are so distraught over something. Two years go by and you look back at it um, and it just, it barely had an impact on your life. Or you were completely wrong about something. Um, And I guess what I'm just saying is we need to listen to each other more. We need to remember that not everything's going to turn out exactly how we want it to and not every decision is mind-blowing and um detrimental or something like that um we're going to make mistakes we're going to make decisions that we don't necessarily feel 100% um confident about things are 
not going to turn out the way we want them to. And that's just kind of life. And what's helped me is remembering that nothing is black and white. And that there's always a gray area. You can always find a gray area. Um, and that's kind of all I have to say about that. So now I'm going to talk about random things. So I feel like this entire podcast has just been me rambling. So here we go. Okay, um, so now for my favorite part of this show, because I feel like this completely encompasses my personality. Um, random thing, number one, I went to the grocery yesterday, and I was like, oh, there's one oat milk left. That's so exciting, because there's never oat milk anymore, um, and I'm trying to buy that more instead of almond milk, because it's better for the environment, but also, fun fact, making overnight oats with oat milk tastes good but I feel like I'm cheating I don't know it's a lot of oats but anyways so I grabbed the last oat milk and it happens to be chocolate oat milk which is a blessing and a curse because I'm having some right now it's so good but like I wouldn't say it's the healthiest alternative but it's good it's delicious um <laughs> so anyways, if you go to the grocery store and there's only chocolate oat milk left, I would say get it and treat yourself because it's so good. And it's good for the environment, kind of. It's better. Anyways, um, also, there's this musician that I really love right now. Her name is Rosalia. She is from Spain. She's from the Catalonia region. Um, her music is just so... I don't even know how to describe it. It's like pop. It's Spanish pop, but very singer-songwritery in the in the sense that she gets really creative with rhythm and with sampling literally like a car starting. Um if you really like new music and you're looking for someone to kind of get you out of your comfort zone a little bit, um she's definitely someone to watch. Um my dad called me the other day. <laughs> I was leaving the uh, Coldplay documentary, which is really good, by the way. Highly recommend. Um, they were showing it one day in theaters for only one day. And so my friends and I went for one of my friend's birthdays. And I'm leaving the theater, and my dad calls. And he was like, I was listening to NPR, and they were talking about this girl, Rosalia. Have you heard of her? And I was like, yeah. And <laughs> to be fair, I listen to new music all the time. But... My dad was so excited to, you know, tell me about a new musician, and then I kind of ruined it. But um, she's amazing. Uh, they did talk about her on NPR. Have not listened to this segment, um, but I do listen to NPR now, and I think that that kind of makes me an old woman a little bit. I'm an old soul. But anyways, um, so there's that. Um, I also... I want to talk about, you know how if you literally click on one ad through Instagram or something, then, or like something that's sponsored by someone you follow and you click on the link they posted, um, the next day in your Instagram feed, there'll be like five ads for whatever product you just looked at. That happened to me today. Um, there's a pair of Koi footwear boots, um, which I've been interested in buying. They're only 30 pounds and you know, with Black Friday, Cyber Monday, I kind of had to, I had to look, but, um, 
I clicked on the link, barely looked at the shoes. The next day, there's an ad for those exact shoes. And (laughs) I'm kind of scared of technology. I'm going to be honest. I feel like a grandma when I try to use technology in the first place. And then, you know, there's those Amazon Echoes and Google Homes. And now the mall near me has some sort of voice-activated service named, like, Alvin or something. I think that's wrong, but it's Christmas, and I think I was thinking of Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Um, I just feel like even when you turn them off, these things still hear you. Um, I remember hearing a story about a family friend who had he had a Amazon Echo or a Google Home. I don't know which one it was, but he had it turned off. His laptop was closed. And he and his wife were talking about going to Japan. And he opens the laptop and there's a thing, like a little notification on the side that was like, here are some cheap flights to Japan. And that's so creepy that these things still hear what you're talking about even when technically they're turned off. I don't know. I just, I have a bad feeling about it. Which is funny because I go to Northeastern and we talk about AI all the time. And our president, like, loves it. And, you know, technology is the future. But technology scares me. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like, why don't I just throw my phone out the window and never, not never, but, like, just be, you know, someone needs to send me a carrier pigeon with a note if they want to talk to me. Um, But, yeah, so that's a lot of what's been on my mind lately. Um, It was super rainy yesterday and the weather is like very sad, but it makes me super happy. And I don't know if any of you guys ever feel like this, but crappy weather is so awesome because especially in Boston, this city does bad weather so well. It's just beautiful. And I think it's just because everything is made out of brick here and it's just gorgeous. Um, Also, full disclosure, I am recording this part of the podcast in Boston because I recorded the main part of this in um, Oakland the night before I left. And then I got interrupted by my family who were confused why I was doing a podcast. So now we're doing this here. Um, And the only interruption is the ambiance of the street I live on. So that's fun. But anyways... um, other music you guys should check out if you want to is um, Imagine Dragons has a new album, and it's actually really good, and there's a song about, well, it's called Boomerang, but it's about when you love someone and you just keep coming back to them, um, even if it's not right, and you kind of convince yourself that, you know, what's so bad about this if I keep coming back to you? And I just really connected with it. There's some songs that remind me of a feeling that I once had or remind me of something that I'm working through and I just listen to them nonstop. like I when Odessa came out with their new song Loyal I think at work I listened to that for eight hours straight just grinding the whole time I like I don't think I paused it I mean I I paused it like once or twice but I kept listening pretty much the entire day and I think that's so incredible how some songs can just click and you just can listen to them nonstop. Um, I feel that way about Ariana Grande's Thank You Next. Except I had to stop listening to it because I over-listened to it. But she has a music video coming out 
that references Mean Girls. Um, oh my god, I'm gonna hate myself for forgetting the other movies. 13 Going on 30. Oh my god, I think there's two more. Crap. Anyways, um, but Troy Sivan is in that too, and so is um, Colleen, which I'm really excited about. Um, and yeah, um, for future podcasts, if you guys have any anything that you want me to talk about, um, I know a couple suggestions were talking about how to cook healthy and be vegetarian, and um, I'll definitely talk about that in a little bit. I just made a vegan tortilla soup. It was freaking phenomenal. Um, Thug Kitchen, it's a great cookbook. It's all vegan recipes, but they actually taste really good. Um, and what I love about them is that their philosophy is, you know, you don't have to be vegan to eat vegan. Um, <laughs> even if you just have, you know, f- a couple days a week where you eat completely vegetarian or um, you eat completely plant-based is what I meant to say. Um it's awesome, and it tastes really good, too, and you feel good, and um, even though this milk is technically not actually milk and it's chocolate, it's so good, and I don't feel shitty drinking it. Um, I can't really eat dairy now, which is probably one of the saddest things ever because, I mean, cacio a pepe is probably one of my favorite foods. Um, but anyways, I think I've talked enough for today (laughs) and definitely said a lot of random things I hope some of them either stood out or were interesting to you guys um seriously if you have any suggestions please um I'll be putting up a poll again probably soon um if you have any questions for me that you want me to answer about anything from life to food to um you know music because that's all I think about all the time um please let me know um and definitely follow this podcast if you enjoy listening to it and I'll be back in a week or so if I can you know stay on track okay (laughs) bye